welcome to another episode of a ghost in the magazine i'm steph i'm sam that's sam that's my sister i'm very excited to have her here sam's not uh you know like a traditional horror movie fan per se como se dice she doesn't like them but i have her on this episode because um we're covering scream it's the kickoff to actually both of our birthday months both of us have birthdays in august our birthdays are five days apart virgo queens and whatever and scream was like a staple movie in our house which watching it back now we're kind of wondering why we were children 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 um it comes up a lot actually uh this subject of conversation but it doesn't matter we're here now so i'm gonna ask you i do this to everybody who comes on my podcast for the first time and i don't tell them that i'm gonna do it what would you consider your favorite scary movie to be um scream has always been one of my favorite movies ever and I know what you did last summer are like two of the movies that I can watch still and I don't get like the anxiety okay but when was the last time that you saw I know what you did last summer a long time ago yeah you should you should take a little rewatch and see why it's terrible now Mm, I wouldn't say they're shitty you know but then like they're shitty you know what other movie though is House of Wax yeah we just covered that one what is the thing that you remember the most about House of Wax? Uh, when he chopped that lady's fingers off. Oh, when she stuck it up through the grate? Yes. I, was, I had dreams about that. Like, I still, like, it'll just pop into It's like one of those things, like, with, like, the exorcist. Like, I'll be, like, trying to go to sleep and, like, the, the lady's face just pops in my head. Like, that's one of those things that'll just, like, pop in my head when I'm scared and I don't want to go to sleep. And it makes your butthole pucker, right? You're like, Skeet. yes. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the same for me. But also, like in tandem with that scene, how he super glues her mouth shut and she has to, that. Like, oh, when she ripped it open. Yes. Oh my god, uh, I forgot yeah. about that. Never forget. That's rough. <laughs> it's so good. So that's good. Rough. House of Wax holds up. I don't care what anyone says. And um, Scream definitely holds up. And I've actually there have been a couple of people who I asked, "What's your favorite scary movie?" And they say Scream. Scream is very it's just so good like the 90s aesthetic it's like sparkling it's like gleaming in this movie it's so hardcore 90s this movie came out in 1996 just let that sink in 1996 yeah clearly (laughs) now i'm like "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. this is clearly a 90s movie clearly but when i it's still so good though it very much is and what I love so much about it unlike other movies I won't name any names in this episode but it has a franchise that keeps going and it keeps going well like I don't necessarily remember Scream 2 and 3 I need to rewatch they were good I okay mm-hmm. so I figured I think all three of them are good I think three's not great yeah it's like as good as one and two but like mm-hmm. I think all three of them are really good What's that other movie? Sidebar. Okay, they were like on an island or something. Somebody's chasing them. There's like this guy. Is it Jack Black? Dude, urban legend. Okay, that actually, that was something that I was going to bring up that I didn't write down. Because there's like that perfect, um, I don't remember when that movie came out, but it was like a trifecta of goodness which was scream i know what you did last summer and urban legend and we yes. watched those movies a lot i love a, we didn't a have good no business none i love a good movie trifecta though <laughs> and we watched them like repeatedly like repeatedly yeah. the faculty like no business we covered the faculty too but the faculty is so good like these 90s movies i have to watch it again watch it 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 literally these movies just hold up we, we covered that one with Raul from Headlong into Monsters and it was a really good time um they just I hate to sound like your pappy but they don't make movies like this anymore which that's okay because um hopefully they're like trying to come up with newer ideas to keep horror fans intrigued but then I think about 
there's this movie I watched recently, I think it's the summer of 84, and it's literally Disturbia, but set with that nostalgia filter. Uh, please. They're trying to stranger things, everything right now, and Disturbia is good by itself. So. I love, I did love Disturbia. Very, very good. So Scream launched the scary movie franchise also um and they they did a really good parody of the opening scene which the opening scene to screen gets me so freaking excited because it's still one of the best openers of like any movie can i tell you my first note immediately scared that's literally the first thing immediately (laughs) scared and i know exactly what's gonna happen i'm immediately scared yeah because it's actually terrifying and like we watched this so many times it, it was kind of like desensitizing a little bit but like coming back to it with so many years in between the scene is hard it's it's scary she's a teenage girl she's home alone she gets a call from a stranger and that's it like i literally have goosebumps right now talking about it because you think about how chicken shit you think about how chicken shit you are home alone because ma'am talking to the stranger on the phone we don't entertain no caller id i'm not answering that no. phone call okay i'm not i'm in my room doors locked i'm not answering the phone right same period same and you can say like oh he would have got her anyway even if she didn't the entertainment is what they want if you're not entertaining Ghostface, he doesn't get what he wants so right. like he might still kill you but it's not going to be a production and as we know from going through this movie that's what the killer wants a big and production. they wrapped her up in her own intestines she did the way you're moving your head was why because why didn't i not ever catch that when we i didn't were either younger? i didn't either i'm not gonna lie i i, I said wait a second wait a no. second those are literally her intestines this movie's traumatic it's like beyond rated r i feel like because we were watching movies like deep blue sea and lake placid and those are a really good time they're rated r because an animal is like eating people and it's showing it but like this is the violence of humans like graphic like psychopath yeah yeah and then poor steve like poor steve i'm steve had they just not deserve that (laughs) Steve deserved it. He, he just deserved better. And not to be dramatic, but the instant that I felt uncomfortable in a situation, I would be hitting up every single one of my friends. I'm calling my parents. I don't care what they're doing. I'm calling 911. Like, cause a scene. You know what I mean? Cause Can you talk about the fact that Casey, Casey could have lived on multiple occasions? Yeah. Because when he finally, first of all, the popcorn was stressing me out. <laughs> that didn't have to happen. And I, I hate to be the person to be like, you could have lived. But like, Okay, she made it out of the house. Yep. You either stay in your corner or you run. What the hell are you looking for? Just run for your life. Run. She's in the corner. I'm saying run for your life. You saw the car coming. Run. Or stay right there in that corner and move. There's no point. What are you doing? There's danger here. Just like her fight or flight obviously was non-existent. And I I just feel like sure she's she's supposed to be a teenage girl like 17 or 18 years old you know we're not even gonna talk about that we're not even gonna talk about the fact that oh about how none of the teenagers look like (laughs) they're all fucking how they're all they're all 37 years old yes they're all 37 years old yes high school not okay like at all (laughs) like at all you get a pass because this movie is really freaking good but i just she just made so many like weird choices and like I have a very yeah, high fight or sure. flight so like I do not trust anybody first we're not answering the phone second you're creepy like I'm gonna handle it like with the police or whoever and also I'm not gonna tell you that I'm gonna call the police I'm just gonna freaking do it and I'm just literally gonna book it like I don't care where you are at this moment I'm not playing any games nope. also the games was so dumb because they make it seem like it's this there's so much horror trivia in this game i never realized how much because when i first saw it in the movie yes i like didn't know there's like easter eggs they just bring up so many different horror movies and so they started off like this horror trivia but then he hits her with what door am i at and i'm like i don't care (laughs) which door you're at 
And my thing is, even if she answers, I'm going to kill you. Like, why are you sitting here playing this game? What's happening this. right now? There's no scenario where you win. And then she's game. like, I'm not answering that. <laughs> why <She's> not? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. This is the moment you decided you're not playing anymore. Like, I'm not going to answer that question. No. The moment I see my big football player boyfriend strapped to a chair, it's over. I'm thinking, how the fuck am I going to survive this situation? I'm and not. He's like, Don't hang up on me, bitch. Hey, fuck no, you! Like, fuck you! At this point, out. at this point, he's on the phone. He's not in front of your face. Hang up the phone, right? I'm just saying. I'm hanging up. Oh. The way I would have lived if I was Casey, yeah, or Steve, I would not have died in that situation. But that's just me. Well, I, we don't actually know how Steve got in the chair in the first place. So they could have like hijacked him from yeah, his for sure. sleep and like dragged him out of his bed. You know what I mean? So he like. But Casey, yes. So I think the most horrifying part about this entire encounter is the fact that when her parents come home and realize that a kerfluffle occurred and her, they go to call the police, they hear Casey still on the line because she's holding the phone while this guy's dragging her across the lawn. It's not funny. It's no, tragic. it's not. It's, so sad. it's really because you know, uh, imagine because then she walks out the door and then Casey's literally my note was like hanging from a tree with entrails out. What the fuck? Like one of the most killer openings <laughs> ever. Yeah, it's nuts. She's like steamy and dripping, and it's not okay. Like it's not regular, and I don't know why that wasn't a scene that stuck in my head. Her hanging from the tree. It's awful. No, that always stuck in my head. I always thought he wrapped her up with a, the telephone cord. But she had a cordless phone. She did. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not, that's not a telephone cord. Now we know and we'll never forget forever. So Casey's dead. And yeah. Woodboro, okay, so Woodboro is a small town. Is it Woodboro or Woodsboro? Word of murder. I don't know. Whatever. W Town is Word of Murder is a small <laughs> town. But literally, I, I think there was a disconnect in my mind between like the time frame where Sydney's mom was murdered because it was only like a year. Please. Before. Okay. Because can we talk about the fact that I, as a kid, like, oh, it's so long ago. And like, yes okay keep going because i have other things to say i know we get to okay it's a big point for me because um they everybody in her life gets like the fuck out of her oh uh, my god that's exactly what i was gonna say that is exactly what i was gonna say can we talk about how you came in her window yes that's actually the next thing so they set you up first of all to know that sydney is very resourceful because the way that she locks her door with her bedroom door that saves her fucking life so she's like in her bedroom and then her, her boyfriend, Billy, uh, climbs up through the window, scares the fuck out of her. But he says, the exorcist was on TV and it made me think of you because all the good stuff's edited out. And that's like oh. our life. I don't get to touch your boobies when I want to. And I'm sad about it. You're pressuring her like that and her saying, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're your boobs, sis. If you don't want him to have them, he's I not I couldn't entitled. believe... <laughs> like what are you sorry for what are you sorry for no that's that entitled white guy shit that hurts a lot of girls okay you're not entitled to a girl's Lord. body you're just not control your pp for like five minutes I want me to watch it now as a, an adult and he's 57 years old mm-hmm. and you know what i'm saying pretending to be a high schooler and such a creep so greasy and like peer pressuring her like you're basically not worth shit but here i am like weird watching it very weird watching it didn't like it did not like it he looks as old as his father (laughs) (laughs) i'm dying i'm dying i'm dying because yes to all of that like um i just think I didn't see it because, you know, as a teenager, your brain is just different. I just didn't see it that way. Yeah. I don't know. It's just gross. Um, 
he also tell like she gives in a little bit and he's like oh I would never dream of breaking your underwear rule and then immediately tries to break it and I'm like dude you're like an actual predator she's literally you. a predator um so we also meet her dad and we find out that he's going on this trip first of all why are you planning oh respectfully why are you planning an out-of-town trip when the anniversary of your your wife's death is <sighs> just a couple of days away and your teenage daughter alone you know that just because the guy was put in jail that gail weathers wrote an entire book about how cotton Murray is probably innocent and it's okay for him not to believe that because his wife is dead but like your child is still grieving and you probably are too and i think you should spend that time together i'm just saying and it's barely a year it's barely a year like let's yeah. not forget that it's like all right i'm out of here that part it's because she's 32 in real life and it was fine i can't get over how adult they look i can't me either <laughs> hated it watch i hated it watching that it, it should have been like a college set movie if you're gonna have these people because like you're still allowed to have trauma when you're in college like your your mom still could get right. murdered i and feel I, like it should have been set in college not in high school like it was just agreed. unrealistic I have a huge problem with um, teenagers and, and preteens and stuff being aged for media so that they can put them in adult situations and not feel bad about it. And I have that problem when I yeah. watch Chucky because these kids are actually kids. And Chucky, like, they're actual kids. I've never seen it. It's on, well, I watched it on Peacock, on your, <laughs> your Peacock. Oh, so I'll watch it. It's very like they were trying to get caught up in the euphoria thing, but I'm just like, if don't sexualize children, they're like partying and hooking up and stuff. Yeah, and they're like fourteen. Then, yeah, it's yeah. it's weird. So like, I don't I don't appreciate any of that. Like, just set them age appropriately if you want to do those things. Just just do that. So that part didn't right. age very well, but you know the movie. So. The next day at school, they're all talking about these kids getting murdered and like you meet their little friend group and they're so insensitive. It's disgusting. These teenagers were literally gutted in your small, like gutted and you could be next. Like they thought they put away the killer for something similar that happened a year before and it's happening again. Why are you not afraid? What? No, literally nobody was afraid. I don't get it. I don't get it. And then, oh gosh, this this line that Stu says, and, and Sydney's just like, "How do you how do you gut someone?" And then they look at her like, and then he's like, "Well, you, <laughs> that's exactly what they look like." Miles open like, "Why are you concerned?" And Stu says, "Well, you take a knife and and then you 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 cut them from groin to sternum." The way that I would have walked away from my fucking friends <laughs> forever, like the, the way the boyfriend looked at him, not even like don't say this to my girlfriend, like no. it, like relax, like, chill, dude. They're gonna start thinking yeah, we're serial like, killers. Doing too much, exactly. Doing too much, but you can tell that they don't take this. They don't take it seriously, even they though they're committing crimes and ruining people's lives and being right. demons. I'm just like. Imagine living in we we grew up in we grew up in Ludington, Michigan. Imagine <laughs> living in Ludington, and one of our classmates is murdered like that. I would not go back to school. No, I would be terrified for the rest of my life. I would be traumatized. That's so I, scary. Absolutely, and they're like making jokes and shit. It's 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 just crazy pants to me. But also after school that day, Sydney just goes home. I'm not going home alone. I'm following Tina. Alone. alone. The whole movie. I'm like, why are you still alone? It's why have you not stupid. left town yet? Why is no one taking you away from here? I don't understand. She's in that house all by herself. And it's a big house. And like, she just, like so nonchalant about it. But I'm like, the way I would have followed Tatum around, because that seems to be her only friend. Wherever you're going, I'm going. And I don't know. Tatum was really unconcerned about her friend because she's like, oh, I'll be For there whenever. Sure. Like, shitty, shitty friends. I don't know. I'm just not like that. Like, I know that your mom got murdered. I know I keep bringing this up, but I know that that happened. And then th these weird things are happening. You're coming home with me. Your dad's out of no, town. No, for sure. You're coming home with me. I'm skipping practice. I'm skipping all of my things. We're using. No one in this movie used the fucking buddy system. Why? I just don't understand. 
use the buddy system bring your friends no but then you 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 don't really know who to trust in hindsight no but honestly like after you watch it like okay like you see a lot of things but watching it for the first time mm-hmm. it's such a mind fuck because you just think it's everybody like what is happening it's everybody is it? it's everybody mm-hmm. i like that they keep that momentum going in stream four and stream five and they're such like interesting twists i mean in stream five i saw i i knew who the killers were but and Scream 4, I did not. I had no idea. And it's so good. I haven't watched it. Oh my gosh, please watch it. Please. Please. So one thing I love about Sydney Prescott is that she makes it known that she does not watch horror movies. And she explains why she thinks that the way that the women act or the people in the movies is stupid. She's like, they're running upstairs when they should be running out the door, which is exactly what we just dissected with Casey. And I think that really sets her up. It really sets her up to be the final girl in this movie. Like mm. all of her innovation and the fact that she's like, I'm smart. Obviously, Ghostface gets into her big ass house because it's not protected and goes to attack her. And her smartness comes out. I know smartness is not a word. I'm not Sydney Prescott. So <laughs> she runs <laughs> into her room and she freaking locks the door. Which I'm like, wouldn't Billy know about that trick considering he's seen? So it was probably Stu chasing her. Yeah, for sure it was. Because then he shows up later. And she also called 911 on her freaking computer in 1996. And I'm just like... She's a brilliant uh, mastermind. She's really smart. She's so- I never would have thought that. I would have laid on the floor and cried. Yes, I'm like... I, uh, uh, <laughs> Well, we wouldn't have had a computer because, uh, fun fact, we were not allowed access to the internet. Um, so we would have been dead. Or the phone. So Shade. Shade. <laughs> They're not going to listen to this podcast anyway. I don't care. If they do. Right. Right. Should have given us a house key. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like Yikes. normal parenting. Oh, my God. It'd be like that sometimes. That's <laughs> when <laughs> we get together. So, all right so the whole time you realize her dad is missing uh when they take her to the police station nobody's heard from him. he didn't check into his hotel uh suspect number one but also i'm like my life is falling apart <laughs> what are we doing right now like what is happening okay can we also talk about the fact that after this happened right she almost died right mm-hmm. literally almost died one of the news reporters said how does it feel to almost have been butchered last night? We deserve to know. You deserve these hands. Who <laughs> did this lady just say to this teenage girl? They don't she care. Almost just died? They do not care. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Like it's very, it's very Gail Weathers. Um, and then she comes up, <clears throat> Gail Weathers, and is like asking her about the shit. And um, Sydney <laughs> wrote her, like, how fuck book, bitch. She wrote a book, like I said, about how cotton weary is innocent. But I'm like, we don't have to go after the reporter lady. Like, that's what reporters do. Um, you're a child who knows nothing about court proceedings and evidence and things like that. So, like, we don't have to go after her. But she punches her in the face. And I think it's awesome. Um because Tatum's like, ooh, I'll send you a copy. Bam, the bitch went down. <laughs> Tatum was a, she was an okay friend. Mm. Okay. Is she at school now? Yes. I'll, uh, my next note is teenagers are shitheads. Because I, the way that they were dogging her mom, that 47-year-old woman in that, in that Halloween costume. Yeah. Um, the chair <laughs> costume in the bathroom. Some yes. her mom like a dog. Like this woman got raped and murdered. Who do you think you are? Did she really? She was in school the next day after she was died. I was confused. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's either that or be at home alone because her dad's missing. I probably would have hung out in the library and been like, "I'm not. I can't. I can't do this." Yeah. And then like those kids dressed up, the boys dressed up as Ghostface, running down the hallway. 
I want to know how did they know exactly what the mask looked like? I wouldn't think that that would be a detail like release because Dewey. Oh, that they wouldn't release it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know about that. Probably on the news or something. Maybe the news was there. The reporters were there. You know, he was like holding it up when she opened the door. Yeah. Like, oh. So maybe they saw it. So they were like. <laughs> So yeah, okay. So no, actually, the other line that Tatum is good for is when um, Stu says some out of pocket shit for being a murderer. Like I really feel yeah, like he probably sure. should have toned it down several notches. But he says some dumb for shit to sure. her, and she starts beating him in the face with her lollipop. Like, hello, stupidity leak. And then, but that's like the <laughs> only time because Tatum also goes on to tell Sydney, like. Um, you know, uh, your mom might have been a whore, actually. You know, those things might be true. You don't say that to your friend. You don't. You don't say that to your friends at all. You just, you just don't. And then, um, so Billy comes to school and that's like the first time she sees him since. And they like bump into each other really awkwardly. And he also tells her, like, you know, it's been a year. You kind of have to move on, you know, like my mom left my dad. They're not the same thing. They're not the same thing at all. And I just think it's just Sydney just deserves so much better. I Hmm. just can't wrap my head around it because there's another part. Huh? Nothing. Did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Hello? She says that she's like, she feels like she's been really selfish with all her post traumatic stress. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Girl, it's normal. Um, it's so normal to have trauma after your parent was brutally murdered and it was widely publicized and people are still giving you shit for it a year later. All right. It's normal. Literally, I have what a gaslighting bitch sprinkled all through my notes talking about Billy because he has some nerve. I just feel like I could take him. Like, I could really take him. He's scrawny. Like, I could fight him. I realized that was the moment where he, like, it was very clear he did not give a shit about that, that girl's mom. He didn't give a shit about He's her like, what either. About my, what about my mom? My fucking mom. He was yeah. mad. Like, your mom just left you. Like, left you. <laughs> like, that's, that's not a new problem. Right. Take it up with your father. You know what I mean? Don't. It's not Sydney's fault. Whatever her mom chose to do and whatever the repercussions were, they are not Sydney's fault. Like, you obviously have some mommy issues that you need to get sorted Clearly. out. Like, therapy is a thing. And it's um, less invasive than prisoner death i don't know just putting that out there um also wondering about the security in this fucking school that uh, these things could happen like like someone in the bathroom ghost face in the bathroom facing her ghost face in the bathroom why did they decide to kill the principal oh that's a good question i don't understand that either but i love the principal (laughs) so that man the actor is henry winkler this is not funny but um, i don't really like him yeah, I thought that he was amazing because he instantly expelled these kids. Like, no fucking chance. You're done. Like, that was gross. You're disgusting. Right. Get out of here, which I think is appropriate action. People are too lenient with yeah, for stuff sure. like this. It's beyond bullying. It's beyond harassment. It's just beyond. You're insensitive. You can use this time to reconsider your life. Uh, but then when they kill him, I literally said Winkler gets dinklered, and that's not right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, for what are you killing him? That man was minding his business. He didn't do nothing to Wait, anybody. He didn't call the. Why did you choose the principal? I don't. I don't know. I don't think there's an explanation for it. But when the before he gets murdered and he like hears a noise and he opens the door and he sees the janitor, the janitor is dressed like Freddy Krueger. He's got a Freddy Krueger sweater on. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know this. And he's like, what do you say? <laughs> it's like, <"Never> <laughs> carry on. <laughs> I don't like. I don't usually do voices while I'm recording this. So. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I like that. All right, so, you know, Gail's 
also walking around here trying to get the inside scoop and I think it's super gross that she's flirting with Dewey and she tells him you don't look a day over 12 first of all you're lying and second of all you're a pedophile you're a pedophile okay it's not just me why would no. you ever say that you don't look a day over 12 and then he <laughs> told me when he said he's like I'm 25 I was just 24 last year whatever that he said like oh 24 for a whole year Dewey respect you know what yourself makes me- I have a very hard time taking him seriously because of the parody movie about because of Uh, yeah I I have a hard time I have a hard time differentiating those two characters because they named him Dewey and it's very close to Doofy so very close to Doofy Dewey's a horrible name so obviously school gets canceled it's like the one right decision anybody in this fucking town makes but what do they do they throw a party, even though there's a curfew. What do they think? That all the kids are together, so it's not going to matter? They have to get home at some point. And my thing is, drinking. why didn't Dewey say, hello, boss? We should probably post up out here because, you know, they're trying to kill my girl. Like, why wouldn't you have done that? Okay, but first, before we continue, I need you to understand that Sam realized the movie that she was, she was looking for earlier, uh, the Jack Black one. It's I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> I think that one was my favorite. You know, that's okay because um, the Halloween franchise is very, very long. My favorite isn't even the first one. It's the one that has Busta Rhymes in it. It's Resurrection, I believe. H2O? Oh, H2O. Oh, is it, is H2O? it H2O or Resurrection? I always get them confused. Maybe it's one of them. It's one of them. That's one, one of the only ones that I've actually watched all the way through the movie for I enjoy it so much uh we'll have to cover it at a later time you so you and I can cover I still know what you did last summer and we can do the Halloween movie <clears throat> maybe the well, Halloween movie come for on. sure I still know I, those movies freak me out so bad it's something about a grown-ass man with a, a mask on walking so slow and still killing people yeah like, yeah you're always walking, the thing. like you're you're seven feet tall you're just walking slow and he Still just American people keeps They're getting running out. for their lives, and he's like, "Don't worry for their lives. I'll get you." Sweat dripping. Don't worry, I'm gonna get their ass. That's terrifying to me. It is very scary, and I think that's the reason why the franchise has survived so long. The Rob Zombie remake is so good. I don't want to argue with anybody about it. We can just fight. That was my watch. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't like that. You are you gonna say no? Yeah, I'll probably see it this weekend or next weekend. Somebody might have spoiled it for me, but I don't even want to say what the spoiler was out loud because I don't even want to see your reaction because I'm going to be pissed. Because it, I don't do know that? if it's true or not. I don't know, but I don't. I am ne- I've deleted people off of my Facebook for ruining movies. Because why are you doing that? Like, why are you taking the joy out? Okay, I'd like to take a moment to apologize for telling you who Gossip Girl <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you well, see my girl. face? I never finished Gossip Girl because Samantha told me who Gossip Girl was. And I was like, all right, well. My like bad news bears era. It wasn't nice. And I nope. shouldn't have did it. And I'm sorry. And honestly, I think that has really affected me and my ability to watch shows after that. Because I have a hard time starting shows. Not trauma. I'm so sorry. I already had some. You just sprinkled a little more on top. It's oh all right. my god! It's like a trauma Sunday. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I should have did that. That was not nice, especially because there's so many seasons worth of show. Okay, we've been recording. Where are we at? <laughs> okay, his sister's one pod. Everybody, where are we? <laughs> I know exactly where we are. Hello, hello. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. They're at, they're preparing for this party. So we, we visit Randy, freaking Jamie Kennedy at the, at the. That's his name. I cannot yeah. forget his name. Traffic, traffic. I'm looking for my chapstick. Yeah. G. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like an influx of, of people in this uh, movie, the video store. I forget what you call those things. Cause I haven't been in one in a long time. The video store, the family video. I remember going to family video and walking past like the adult section, like just trying to look in, like what's in there. Yeah. Like it never registered to me what was in there. I just knew it was something I'm not supposed to see. And I would just walk by and be like, what's in there? 
Yeah, they shouldn't have Not decorated enough. it the way that they do. Like it's no, they had streamers and shit. <laughs> Don't come in here. <laughs> Long in here, little girl. I might Here's have some this. streamers and some confetti. Sick. Oh yes, yeah. So because all the kids are on curfew, they're looking for videos and they're having a party. Randy is very. Uh, flippant of the mouth talking about Billy and he's talking to Stu which I feel like there's not really a friendship there and why he would say some dumb shit to Stu like Stu gives off crazy person vibes I like I love Matt and also gives off he does not really like him no at all like he puts out murdery vibes to him I feel yeah, like, yeah. like I, if I catch you in a hall or like uh, an alleyway like I'll, I'll literally you. kill you like I'm the killer I'll literally like I'll like, I'll be a bitch. Yeah. So he wasn't catching that though. No, he's oblivious. And so he's literally talking to him like, oh, maybe I have a chance with Sydney. And like, oh, it's a bad look for Billy to blah blah blah. He says there's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. And yep, all that stuff happened. Then the cops find out that the calls on that cell phone or to Sydney's house or coming from Neil Prescott's phone, her father. So they're like, oh shit, it's gotta be him. They're like, oh, couldn't someone clone his phone? Yes. That's yes, the can. thing right there. Cause oh boy said, couldn't somebody clone his phone? And I feel like nobody ever, nobody gave that enough because why the hell would that man be trying to kill his wife? I mean, his, his daughter. Come on. It doesn't make that any sense. There's no a, they didn't sense give any whatsoever. Motive. And I'm like, not me thinking it could have really been the dad the whole, when I was younger watching. Me too, but I'm like, no, like, he's obviously a victim. Right. But I'm like, <laughs> all this just in time for the anniversary of her mom's death. Doesn't anyone see how dramatic this is and how it has to be intentional? Start looking at the people closest to her. You know what Hello? I mean? Right. Hello? Are you home? Whoa. <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy. Hear me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the party is a thing. I hate, though, here's a th- another reason why, another tally on the Tatum is a shitty friend list, because they're talking about this party, and Sydney's like, er, and she's like, come on, for me, this is your friend. This is your friend. Right. You don't have to do that. I'm like, oh, what, just what, for penis? Is that why? Like, I'm pretty sure you guys bang all the time. Like, I don't understand. So they go anyway. And the setup is at Stu's house, there's a party on the outside of Stu's house. There's a van with Gail and her cameraman. It's so sketchy. The things that she'll do. And Dewey just kind of like yeah. humors her and takes her with him on official police business. What? He has never had vagina before. Ever. Okay. Ever. Ever. He did the best he could do. I give him a pass all the way. I just give him a pass. I just do. Oh, there's nothing you can do. Sorry, my eyes. She's a grown woman. He's just a little kid. He's just 12. He's just 12. She reeled him in. What was he supposed to do? Give up good (laughs) vagina? Gail Weathers' vagina? He had to do what he had to do. Gail Weathers' vagina. It's the perfect storm. (laughs) Um. (laughs) I cannot. Yeah, the party. I'm I'm gonna jump in here. Stu asked Tatum to go get beer. Okay, does it by herself? No buddy system. None. Okay, goes to the garage by herself. First of all, you hit that light and you saw that garage go up and then come back down. Mm-hmm. You should not have closed. You should not have gone taking another step into that garage by yourself. Mm-mm. Period. No. She was stupid for that. Yes. She was stupid for that. And then, <laughs> not her really thinking it was a prank, please. She's talking cash money to a killer straight to his face for a long time. Uh-huh. Like, all right, Tatum, like, <laughs> you've got it coming to you. Literally. She's so unbothered by the six year. I don't care if it's a prank or not. It's scary times right now. You're you're fucking with me, and I don't appreciate it. And like, I will drop kick you in the throat. Like we're not playing games here. I don't. This is not happening to me. 
sorry. I just feel like I may only be 5'1", but if I was put in a situation like this, a full-grown adult grizzly bear would come out of my body and eat whoever was doing this to me. And my thing is, is like, why is Sydney, Sydney was the only one to get away multiple times. Yeah. Like, why did no one else get away multiple times? Like, they're just, yes, they're psychos with knives. Yeah. You guys have hands and feet. Yeah. Why are you guys not getting away? Why are I'll, you guys not getting away ever? I'll You're never you getting what. away ever? I can tell you exactly why. Okay. But first of all, her death, my favorite, because uh, she really thought she was doing something squeezing through that little animal door in the garage. I thought her death was the worst death in the I thought homily. it was so funny. I thought it was so funny. I thought it was the worst because it's so unrealistic. Correct. And that's why it's so funny because she, the way she could have just slipped out of that once it started going up roll under the thing and that that is the thing right there she's got one arm in one arm out slide your arm back baby. Right. It's, it's just an arm and a neck it's just an arm and a neck just slide your arm back yeah like what are you doing you are not stuck in there and like yes you're a small little petite <laughs> woman that I door would have busted that door would have busted so hard mm-hmm. it's not meant for to carry weight I don't believe it and I'll tell you exactly why she died and why she couldn't get away and the same with everybody else I told you there's lots of horror movie references in this Randy brings Mm -hmm. up Jamie Lee Curtis and they're like why this why that because she's the scream queen she's the ultimate besides Sydney Prescott the ultimate final girl in like any franchise it's Jamie Lee Curtis now Randy also states there are rules and horror movies and these rules are what make the Scream franchise, what it is. You know the rules and you're just waiting for somebody to break them. So, the first rule, you probably won't survive if you have sex. You know that Stu and What's-Her-Face were sexually active and you know that Casey and What's-Her-Face yeah. are active and as gross as the principal is because, he, you know, he's old. You know he's banged at least once in his life. Right. And that's why they can't get away. Sure. You also, if you drink or do drugs, you probably won't live. Here's my thing. Why did Randy live? Because he was drunk at that party. Yeah, but he was a virgin. That trumps. Oh, okay. Virgin yeah. trumps. Oh, virgin oh, trumps. It's like it. the ultimate superpower. You're like a vegan. He did get stabbed. He did get stabbed. They left him for dead. Yes, but he didn't okay. die because he's a virgin. So that means don't have sex, kids. Unless Ever, you're okay with the possibility of dying. Because if you have I'm sex... Dying. <laughs> <laughs> if you have sex, you will get... What you was it? Chlamydia die. and die. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. <laughs> but what i i want to mention because they they throw a a a wrench into the idea of who could have done it they point very clearly at randy when gail when um, dewey brings gail inside and he's like i have to go get my camera so he fucking disappears for a minute he could have been doing anything while he was disappearing so some weird stuff happens all in tandem um, Dewey gets a call that they find Neil Prescott's car in the bushes. So he takes Gail to go investigate, even though she wrote that whole book and he's like butchering an investigation. And then everybody at the party or most of them leave because that's when they find out that the principal was killed and they strung him up on the freaking football field. So they go look and they all ran away to go see it. Like and to drunk drive, out. to drunk drive on the way to the <laughs> Like, how Lord, <laughs> what is the town? Right. So, also while this is happening, Billy shows up and Sue's like, You can have my parents' bedroom or whatever. And Sydney's like, Yeah, we have to talk. And I hate this. I hate, I hate the scene. I really, really do. I do. She's like, I've been selfish with all this, you know, post traumatic stress. Like, no, baby, your boyfriend's a dickhead and that's it. Right. <laughs> come on now find a better one she's come on now. Camp- she can you can get any boyfriend is this the moment where she asked him about the phone call it's after they bang after they bang yes because okay. she's putting on her boots and she's like i'm just wondering the, the nonchalant way that she brings this up like that's what you were thinking about when you were boning for the first time ever not how awful this is and my thing is that you were already thinking about that so why why would you ever have sex with him you were, you've been thinking about that that didn't just pop in your head no, I'd be like, before you, you know, break my panty rule, I want to ask you some. I want to ask you something. Because the way I try so hard to avoid psychos in my life, I feel like they give off very clear 
red flags. Yeah. Hard to see them for when sure. you're a teenager. I get it. I really freaking get it. But if it's on your mind, ask before you get naked. Yeah. You know, I just feel. And then he's like, mm, I called my dad. And she's like, no, the sheriff called your dad. I watched him. And he gets real weird. And then he gets fake stabbed. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. <laughs> the fake stabbed. I remember the first time, like, maybe not the first time. Well, no, I guess the first time. The fake stab threw me for a loop. Oh, threw yeah. Me for a loop. For sure. Threw me for a loop because I was like, he did it. And then I was like, I guess he didn't do it. Yeah, right. Because you can't get stabbed and be the killer. We know that from the rest of the movies. That's not true. That's just not true. Right. There has to be collateral damage. Otherwise, you're just not believable. And that's what happened. So, like, not going to go point by point <laughs> in this whole end scene because it's it just. The end wild. was a lot. It's a, I think it's so good I don't feel like there's ever like a dull moment in this movie at all I think it's all very entertaining so then you know you find out because they end up they let Randy back into the house and he's like Stu went crazy and then Billy goes oh we all go a little mad sometimes and shoots the fuck out of him and I'm just like how I they shot him they shot him too like thank god he was a virgin otherwise he would have been like dead dead but the way that they insert horror movie shit into this movie you're like wow they're really crazy pants like they're just really big horror fans and all this is that line from the shining anthony perkins psycho. oh from psycho <laughs> he's like <laughs> i didn't say psycho no he did but yeah now i remember yeah he said oh, he said psycho yeah he literally quotes the dude's name and the thing and i'm like wow okay then you oh, get the... anthony perkins yes <laughs> okay okay everything's making sense to me now <laughs> it's all it's all clicking beautifully i got it yeah so then you get the extra layer that not even Stu knows billy says oh you want a motive okay well you're poor bitch mom was Sleeping with said, dad. your whore bag mother. Is that what he said? <laughs> your like whore that. bag mother. Like so aggressive about this poor. She's deceased. Like literally, I will stick my whole fist in your mouth until you choke to death. Like don't, don't ever disrespect my mother like that. Period. Crazy. I just there were so many rage inducing moments, and I'm like, just let me at this dude with my bare hands, and my hands are so small, but like where he went wrong okay he went wrong by not telling Stu everything yes I, I believe that's why they were they managed to extravagantly murder so many people with no problem just to fuck up the entire thing at the end yeah because they were in tandem like you like he messed up by not telling him everything oh well that oh, makes well. for a really good movie sucks yeah. for them so everything starts, <laughs> everything starts to unravel from there he's like well that's why you know i killed her and like there's this bubbly rage inside of sydney and she's like oh i'm gonna end you uh which she does she ends up getting away because they're not like they're all fucked up at the end Stu's like oh my bro betrayed me and they're stabbing each other well yeah someone's alive they thought was dead gun goes missing like everything just falling <laughs> apart turns around he says oh shit this bitch is gone literally <laughs> and they're like huh and I, I feel like that is the most that's the moment where Stu seemed the most like an actual teenager when Sydney calls on the phone and he's like did you really call the police and she's like you bet you're sorry yes I did and he's like my mom and dad are gonna be mom so and dad mad are gonna be- <laughs> <laughs> yes sir they are going to be highly disappointed <laughs> so disappointed in you oh, oh my god you know long story short if at this point in 2022 you haven't seen scream like you you need god to watch it. it is it is just it's just so good there aren't enough it's, words in the english language <laughs> no but it's just a classic like scary movie Oh yeah, like a real... it's a staple, and I love how Sydney gets like really sassy at the end because she's like, "Fuck you! Uh, I literally have found the wedge, and I'm gonna tear it apart." And <laughs> Billy is like, 
threatening her and like i'm gonna i'm gonna end you and she's like you gotta find me first you pansy ass mama's voice (laughs) (laughs) and then he threw his he's like i'm gonna kill you because men are fragile i love it i love it so it turns out he was just a bitch and he just doesn't have any parents that care enough about him i want to know what sue's problem is I don't know. I wish there was more. I think there's just a couple of screws loose there. And he's the kind of person who someone like Billy can easily manipulate. 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 <laughs> <laughs> can't manipulate <Yeah>. me. <laughs> well, he can't. Yeah, he can't say that. And I don't think that Billy was his friend either. I think he really saw an opportunity to take advantage of whatever's wrong with Stu. Uh, I can't say that Sue deserved better because I can't and I won't. Nah. Nah. I didn't care there. Well, any final thoughts, love? Good ass movie. Oh, I forgot the third rule. You may not survive if you say, I'll be right back. Oh, and that's where it, Tatum went wrong. He was like trying to clown his ass. Remember? Was that her? No, it was him. It was Stu. He's oh, oh, be right back. But he didn't, yeah. it doesn't matter because he's the killer. But also in the Scream Wiki, it says on top of saying, I'll be right back, it's if you say hello or who's there. <laughs> hello. Good ass movie. Fun. Still forever one of my faves. Really happy that you were here to talk with me about it because you're great. So the fun is going to continue. Next week's movie is Child's Play. You can find the podcast on the interwebs at ghostinthemagazine.site. Um, you can find it on Twitter at GITM Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at WitchXPudding. Sam doesn't have socials like that. So don't follow my Social sister. Um, For sure not. I'll and you. if you know me, no, you don't. <laughs> Mind your business. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.